Dr. Barav uh, is here in the studio, and uh, we are really uh, starting up. Doctor, good evening. How are you? Yes, thank God. How are you, Nisim? Baruch Hashem. Okay, first of all, we want the listeners to please. Uh, we have a very interesting show tonight, so we'd like everybody to participate. Uh, please call the studio at any time at uh, 718-683-5858. That's 718-683-5858. Uh, or text us at 347-927-8398. Again, that's 347-927-8398. You're listening to Dr. Yaakov Bahra, and uh, my office number is 718-621-2179. That's 718-621-2179. We'd like to speak about the topic of uh, Shaduchim, anything related to the topic <clears throat> before Shaduchim, uh, making sure that someone is ready to actually go out if you have questions about that. If there's any issues that come up during this shidduch, if you have questions about that, or uh, anything related, uh, things that bother, uh, whether it's a boy or a girl when they're going out, is that how do we know if that's something serious? How do we know if that's something that we should ignore? Um, any of these type of questions, please feel free to uh, call us. Okay, so first I'd like to start just to give some food for thought that the reason I'm talking about this tonight is because lately um, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of uh, young adults that are holding in this uh, parsha in this time of their life and uh, it's a matter of when is somebody ready to actually start dating to actually start going out um, I do have uh, quite a few clients that uh, I tell them to wait to wait till they're a little more ready. Uh, the first thing is uh, somebody who, you know, if somebody, the boy or the girl, they have certain issues, uh, they went through certain things, uh, we don't want somebody vulnerable. We don't want the boy or the girl to be vulnerable that if somebody, the right person comes along, I don't mean the right person, but I mean if somebody comes along, let's say, uh there's a girl that's looking for somebody and uh, she didn't get a lot of uh, attention when she was young. There's a lot going on at home. She's under pressure. Comes somebody and is very intelligent and he presses the right buttons, you know, you know, and uh, she starts feeling more relaxed around him. She starts feeling happier. But but is that due that they are suitable and they should spend the rest of their lives together and, uh, you know, she found the other half? Or is that just because she's missing certain, you know, uh, emotional uh, attention, uh, affection, uh, and basically he's pressing the buttons that make her feel a certain way and and that's why she's interested in the boy. But what would happen if she would continue the therapy uh, for another another two months? Uh, she might not be interested in him at all. And and that is very important that, you know, the boy or the girl, they go out, you know, uh, when they are ready, when they're not vulnerable. 
to somebody pressing the so-called, uh, you know, right buttons for an emotional need or attention, but they should be strong enough that they're able to find somebody for the for the right reasons. Because later on in life, once they get stronger or go to therapy, they might not like their spouse anymore. Or there might be other issues, which would be very, very unfortunate. Uh, you know, and I, I had a case this week, actually, uh, with a boy and the, you know, Hasidish, so they're starting very young. And the mother asked, okay, when is the boy going to be ready to uh, to go out and to... Um, so I basically, I mentioned because, you know, I said that, first of all, the boy has some social issues, you know, the things bothering him with siblings, uh, you know, or, or, with, uh, or with you, with the parents. He should be able to express himself openly. Once he's able to express himself openly to the parents about certain issues and things that bother him, I said, I think that's Hashem's way of letting us know that the boy is getting ready because, of course, he's going to have to express himself to his wife, future wife, to his in-laws. He's going to have to speak to them. So I really did not feel comfortable. You know, you can't go dating when you can't express yourself properly even to your parents. And I said to them that once... Uh, he's able to do that. Hopefully, we're going to reevaluate next month. I take one month at a time. And to see if he can express himself to the parents, uh, then at least they can start acquiring, uh, they could start uh, researching, I'm sorry, researching about, you know, the right girl and then slowly look into it. And that in itself takes time. But at least he's not in the red. At least he's in he's in holding somewhat by being able to communicate properly. And we could always, till the chopa, till he's, he's ready, there's usually long engagements, slowly get him ready. But the real thing is that, you know, speaking uh, to the listeners, uh, and please call us, uh, we want to hear some feedback, but to not let and not have the boys or the girls going out before they are emotionally ready, when they're able to communicate their feelings, uh, that they're not vulnerable or have issues that all of a sudden, if they go out and have a great time or somebody smiles at them and makes them and gives them th those emotions that they're missing and lets them feel good about themselves. Uh, and because they don't feel good about themselves, they're going to start you know, having the wrong type of feelings. Um, you know, this is something we want to prevent, that we have somebody strong, confident. Marriage is not a way to uh, solve problems. Of course, we want to find the other side and there are all the brachas and we're much happier. But but somebody, but they should be ready, especially people who went through divorces uh, have to be very careful on the rebound. Um and they have to be careful not to, you know, history repeats itself. And they have to be guided. So this is a topic that I, you know, never spoke about. And I want to hear some feedback from the listeners, from Nissim. And to elaborate on it, just that 
the uh, colors, the chasanim, they, they, they should, you know, before they become colors and chasanim, they should be, you know, find the person for the right reasons and not when they are vulnerable with certain issues that somebody could press the right buttons and they'll fall for the wrong person just because they're vulnerable to certain things or because they had rejections and and, and now somebody all of a sudden likes them. Uh, that's one thing, you know. And uh, also we have to be very, very careful uh, to listen to the boy or the girl regarding certain things that might bother them about a shidduch. Certain things um, we can discuss and we can work on but there's other things that, again, Hashem, soon, later on, I'll, I'll start giving some examples. Uh, Demartus of Rav, uh, Rav Scheinberg, and uh, of some interesting stories that happened uh, with his recommendations of Shaduchim and and how the Torah views it. Okay, so first of all, if there's any questions, please call the studio at 718-683-5858. Or text me, please, at 347-927-8398. Okay, doctor. Good yes. evening. Uh, Good evening. You know, I'm a I'm, uh, straight guy. You know, I don't, I'm not uh, academic. I don't have any background of psychology and stuff like this. Uh, it, we can talk so much about stuff. But uh, do you think that uh, you can participate or predict what will be in the Shidduchim and especially in our world that you know that I am I'm, I'm new on this world basically I don't know I never knew about Shidduchim world until my my kids become because I come from a different and uh, do you think let's say like this Bahu give his resume it's you know and the Bahua the, the girl give uh, his, uh, his resume and you look on the resume, look, the paper cannot cry, as we say in architectural school. But uh, you see, beautiful, beautiful resume. Now you call the people that inside the resume on this topic, you call them, everybody has, everyone has a beautiful wording about the Baku, a beautiful wording about the girls. Mech minishamayim. Do you think now, that it's possible to to participate this, to see that if this really, you know, in we are talking about real life. I'm not talking about academic. I'm talking about real life, and you see that the result of real life later. My question to you, how you can prevent this stuff? And I had this, last week I had a question from a person that he knows that someone is going, is starting dating and the guy is not so steady. It's not so, uh, I would say, ready to do, in his opinion. In her opinion, her opinion. It's, so if she, if somebody calling to her and ask her about what do you think about this person, what she or he will say about it because they know the truth. And in their eyes, again, in their eyes, I don't say that this is not, we are, we, everybody is looking his own. What do you think about it? And how many times I got a phone call about Bahu, Bahu, the girl, what do you think about, uh, the, uh, about this boy, about this girl? What should 
what should uh, what shall I say to the other peeps if I'm not taking Motzila Shemra? If I'm some, if I'm no, not that's, so sure. That's that that that's not a simple question. In other words, uh, it has to be addressed to a rav because the question is. Uh, is it is it is it Motishemra or is it Lifne Iver Lasit and Mikshal? In other words, are you saving the person or you know, so it's a it's a it's a real question. I remember I had uh, a certain situation that uh, that uh, I had something very, very interesting happening to me that uh, I went to Rav Palm and it was such a shkacha pratis you know, when somebody asked me a question and it just didn't come to me the answer and I went to Rav Palm and, and he told me what to do. So it's very, very important. Is it Lifnei uh, Verlosin and Mirchol? In other words, somebody is aware that something is very wrong with a person. You know, when somebody asks you information, uh, you have to ask a Rav because there are certain things that you must say uh, to save a person from uh, falling in and destroying their lives or making them so much trouble, God forbid, uh, you know, it's a person has blood on his hands if he if he doesn't do such a thing. Uh, but you need a rav, you need somebody very very competent. You need a God will be Israel. You need somebody who's going to be able to to pask in that. Does it fall in the category of? You know, Lashon Haran, it's a small thing and it's not, it's not relevant uh, in terms of something that, that you can say. Or is it Lifnei Iver? There's a real, uh, it, it could be a Mekachta. Should the person know, should the girl know, she would never marry somebody. Uh, you have this topic. I remember I spoke to Rav Palm, you know, with uh, medicine. And I did have somebody in my yeshiva that, uh, you know, he found out the girl was taking uh, Paxil and he got divorced right away. Uh, I was a little bit shocked because he didn't, never spoke to me. And there's certain medicines that are very light and you can get off of them. And to get divorced for something like that seemed very strange for me. Um but, you know, when I went to speak to Rav Palm and he said, you know, if somebody is is taking medicine and and I guess it depends on the medicine, but 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 you have to be very careful. He said, you know, honesty is very important and you want to start on the right foot because sometimes even though it wasn't a serious medicine, but just the fact that the girl wasn't told that in itself will start a whole thing. So you really, you really need. I think, I think, I think there's two parts here. One part is, is in the category of lifne iver, and michshold, and the other part, according to Rav Palm, is going to be, not a matter of, you know, okay, you know what, this is not something so important, but, but, but I don't know if it should come from you, Nissen, for example, like with, with the example you said. But the God of Israel should be informed and, and you know, and, and the Bachar himself should sometimes, you know, not by the first date, but I think Rav Palm said it by, by, by the second or third date, certain things. And again, advising a God, you know, they can mention Rav Palm, Alava Shalom, because I heard this personally, you know, I think he said by the second or third date, they should, you know, let them know, you know, things are meant to be, they're meant to be. 
you know, uh, hopefully the girl understands or, you know, you know, what these medicines are, what they're, there's a very, very big difference. You know, people mention medicines, you know, it's like a car, you know, you could have a car that's worth $50, you know, barely makes it around the corner and you could have a Rolls Royce that, uh, I don't know the exact price, but these handmade cars that are, and it, it's really hard to call them both cars because they're so far from one another. And the same thing I said when it comes to psychotropic medications for people who are psychotic and are in uh, are in literally in uh, you know in hospitals or uh, or in, in mentally ill uh, facilities. To uh, somebody who takes uh, a lorazepam, Ativan, which is uh, maybe three quarters of America, one hundred percent half, but maybe three quarters of America, uh, you know, is a little nervous. You take you take one of these tranquilizers, you know, or they take Paxil Prozac. Uh, okay, but years we, again, ago. again, we're talking. We're not, we got, we're going back to the, the yeah. you know. To the, I would say to the boring uh, conversation, medicine <laughs> and stuff like this. I, I'm talking about Tachlis, the real life. And real life is, you know, that uh, we don't know. You know, many times you, you, you went to the extreme medicine. I'm just trying, just to, talking about really a uh, person that maybe was in a tree and a psychiatrist, you know, like a, a psychotherapist uh, when, when I was teenagers or something like this. And they they didn't mention it in the Shiduchim. They didn't mention it, uh, maybe embarrassing, but you know, if we are believer in a certain way, we believer that a kashezi bugoshel adam, you know, that the Kadosh Baruch Hu is making the Shiduch. And are we basically breaking the laws of the Muna and in cutting out the branch that we're sitting on it? Meaning that if we're talking about the Shiduchim, for example, our forefather would never be married. If they come now to, I would say, to local Brooklyn, and if Avraham Avinu would like to, uh, I would say, uh, to marry Sarah, he would never marry. He would never marry her, right? We're starting with Dor Yesharim and Dor Akumim, and we said, okay. She is not capable to bring children. Bye-bye, Sarah. Boom. Close the door, right? Now we go to Jake, to Jack Yitzchak. God, Yitzchak. Oh, who is a father? Who is your brother? A criminal. The mafia head. Boom. Close the door. No Jacob. No Yaakov. No Yitzchak. And continue with this. So are we right now in this world coming and breaking the laws of the Emunah and breaking the law that the Kadosh Baruch Hu is a control and Enod Milvado. We're trying to do something to be uh, that believe that each one of us has his own path, has his own way to complete and to fix himself. And maybe, maybe, Borei Olam, Kadosh Baruch Hu, give me, give you, give them a certain task to stand off, but because we are weak, because not so maminim, we're not so believers, said, you know what, forget about you, I'm going to the psychiatrist. 
I'm going to the to the to the to the chief rabbi. I go to the chief baba also. I'm sorry, without all respect, you know. I'm, I'm I don't I don't make fun about that Torah at all. I'm not joking. No, that Torah I always consult that Torah. But in a certain way, it's very painful to see that we are just you know in a certain community. We become just overwhelmed with our demand and with our uh, list. And we come with with a play. We come with a, with a with a resume. With a and in the end, in the end, we see that you can bring the best result. It's like uh, we're talking about kids that graduate. They're the best kids in the class. And and what happened to them after five, ten years? The the kids was the the the, the lowest kids in the class become successful, become famous, become this. And the kids was the top of the class. Nothing, zero. So this is the life here and the real life. What what do you think about it? Okay, first of all, uh, from what you first said is one hundred percent. You know, emuna is very very important. Uh, the more emuna you have, uh, the more bracha you have. The more everything is easier. The more the shidduch is easier. The more nisim you do see. You know, but it is a responsibility. You know, it's like uh, Rav Wilson, Rav Moshe Wilson asked me once, many years ago, he said, you know, what do you think if somebody's taking medicine, is it better that they marry somebody that's also taking medicine? Or if they're both going to take medicine, then it's going to be uh, worse because they're both taking, you know, what what do you think about that? So I said, you know, it all depends what it is, you know, they could be taking something light, they could be taking something heavy. But I think one thing is, you know, in terms of emunah, in terms of shiruchim, but the other thing is we're not, I, I, I'm not looking at the other person, I'm looking at myself. I'm looking that, that if somebody's dating somebody and they have something... Uh, that is, uh, in other words, it's true, uh, it's true, so... Uh, so uh, Avram knew, you know, uh, knew the facts, you know, and uh, and Yitzchak, you know, knew about uh, Lavan and uh, Lavan's father, you know, and and fine, but but if somebody doesn't know, you don't want them to go into a marriage and then find out, hey, they've been cheated. Uh, this has been kept from them because that's that's like Rav Palm said, Allah Shalom. That's the wrong way to start. So it's true to have a muna in terms of, you know, the shidduch working in terms of, okay, uh, I found out this about the girl, but Hashem has his ways. Look at David Melech, you know, uh, Mashiach is a mechloikis because some say that even a Moaviyah is a, is a problem according to Rav Wolfson. Mashiach is a mekel because or else you wouldn't even have Mashiach because the Rus was a uh, Moviah. And only one, sh- one of the Shittas says that that's okay, the other Shittas not, so you wouldn't have even Mashiach. So you see Mashiach is a Mekel. So, uh, not about the other side having a certain problem and us having a Muna, look, the the brother is, uh, is, 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 is loving, you know, and... Uh, so, so I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about like, okay, he doesn't know anything about that. Uh, he should know that uh, that uh, I'm taking something or I'm 
or uh, or uh, a lot of times I tell my client, listen, if you came with OCD, you don't have OCD now. You don't have to tell them five years ago you had OCD. If you're fine, if you're fine now, you're fine now. You know, uh, why do you have to, uh, you know, you had a cold uh, two years ago. You don't have to tell them about your cold if you're fine. But if there is a problem, that shouldn't be withheld. But the other side, I think, is is what you're speaking about, Nisim, that if they find out that, yes, they have such a brother or they have this or they have that, that's when the Muna comes in because it's true with the others, they wouldn't have gotten married should they have found this out. But but we shouldn't be the ones to keep it from them. And if somebody comes to us for information, we could tell them, we'll call them back and we could ask a Rav what we should say and how should we say it or what should we say or maybe have them call call the Rav himself and, and you know, he would deal with it appropriately because there's alachas in these things. So uh, according to us, we need to be honest, we need to be truthful and and take the advice of of Rav Pamela Vashalem and Chazal. Uh, according to what Nisim said, yes, you know, we hear something, you know, uh, we're coming from a certain background and there's a balas tshuva, you know, uh, we should be very, very open. All my, uh, the tzaddikim, very, very open. Whoever you read them, G'dayli Yisrael, the real ones, listen. And, uh, and, uh, and we know with Rachav, seven Nevi'im came out of Rachav. I won't mention the other part, you know, what she was uh, known for. But uh, Rachav in Nach, seven Nevi'im came out of her. You know, so in in this respect, we have to be open and we have to have the Muna. you know, that that sometimes very good things happen in hidden ways and from people who don't seem like, you know, from the most Hamish backgrounds, and uh, and uh, somebody as Yerushalayim has to be very open to that and really find out, you know, it's... Uh, I have a Rosh Yeshiva, I said I would mention a story about the uh, Matasar for Rav. Uh, we have a call. Okay. Yes, you're on the air, Dr. Barav here. How are you? A little louder? Hello? Yes, yes, you are. How are you? Shalom. Doctor, first and foremost, my name is Chava. I'm not going to say my last name. That's fine. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that um, I think you're, I listen to you. I listen to you in the middle of the night sometimes when I wake up. I listen to you in the day and uh, during my lunch hour. And I want to say that I'm 54 years old and divorced. I have no children. I'm a balachuva. And I think, number one, first and foremost, I think it's beautiful what you do for the Jewish community and also that you're very sensitive. And uh, I think it's a very beautiful way that you connect with people in terms of shaduchim or with children with ADD. Because I have a cousin that's special needs, and uh, I find uh, that you're very I – I really like your, your um, approach Thank the you reason so I'm much. calling tonight, the reason I'm calling tonight, doctor, and I also like um, the other gentleman's name. What's his name? He's always Nissen. in the background. Okay. So I'm 54 years old. I'm a Balachuva, and um, I've been in the single world, divorced, and I've also been in the single world, secular as well as Orthodox. I'm not, I would say I'm modern Orthodox. I don't like the categories because I'm very into Hasidic music, and I love, you know, uh, Breslov and so forth. Sure. 
But what I want to say is I think, it, and I hope a lot of people are listening to this because um, I find in this world today with shit up dating, I've been divorced a few years. Um, I'm starting to look to get remarried. I was married in Israel. I made Aliyah. So I've lived in Eretz Israel as well. as I live in, uh, I'm not going to say where I live because I don't want to. <laughs> so in any case, what I want to say is I see, especially in New York, I was just there for a long Shabbos, and I see that the people, I'm going to talk about the 40s and the 50s. I'm going to say there's a big shutout crisis, even in the 20s. I have a lot of nieces in the 20s that are modern with What I want to say to everyone, not just the men and the women, and maybe this is not really my business to say I'm not a psychologist like you, but people should open their heart and open their mind. It's not just about physicality. What's happening with the Internet, what I see is a shutout crisis, and I've made three shaduchams myself for the mitzvah. That's beautiful. I've, so what I see, doctor, is that people, or maybe it's the rabbis, I don't know. What's happening is we have to open to our hearts. It's not just about what we look like. You know, these men in the 50s and 60s, why are so many single men in New York City that are educated, good-looking, whatever the case may be, religious, why aren't they married? Because there's 10 women to one man. I see, I see this theory about the shit-out crisis. We, us women, we're so much more. I mean, you, you know, the partial we're so much more than just our looks and our physicality. And, you know, thank God, Baruch Hashem, I take care of myself. I exercise. I'm, I'm emotionally healthy. I go, I go to a therapist. My father just passed away. I'm a healthy woman, but I see what's happening out there because of what's happening with the Internet. I'm not blaming the Internet. I'm saying the single Internet. But what I want people to do is, Look for a person with a late toe. Look for a person with a good neshama. Open your eyes to be open. It says, you know, the Lubavitcher Rebbe says that we have to look beyond things. There's an old story about the girls looking for a Bashir, and her father says, you passed him by because he had a big nose. You know that story, right? <laughs> So, it's, I mean, listen, I we, to... we have Shlo- we we don't have to look far. We have Shlomo Melech. Right, exactly. You know, and you know what? Amuna is something I learned in Israel. I was a Balachuba for sixteen years, and you just spoke about something brilliant. And just tonight, when I turned your your radio on J Root on my radio, I was I was looking at this Orthodox Jewish website, searching what men say. They're sixty years old, looking for a thirty-five year old or forty childbearing. Hello, let's be realistic. You know, and if a girl is just looking for an older man and she's looking for money, that's using someone. We're not looking for that. We're Jewish people. We have a history. My father was a Holocaust survivor. We have, we have so much more to bring to the table. People have to look. If people would just open their mind you're and right, be intelligent right. and open their heart, they would get married. They would get married. I remember years Hashem. ago. I remember years ago was by Kivrei Tzadikim. And I was over there, and and you know, there's a women's section, and you know, it's closed off, whatever. But the 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 young lady was like sticking out, and this was years ago, and I saw this this lady davening like I've never seen any young lady in wow. the Sephardi. I thought the way she was davening, I never in my life. I saw the Tosher Rebbe should be well till 120. Besides the Tosher Rebbe, I never saw any mom. Oh, my brother's very close to the Tosher I've gotten. Yeah, yeah okay, yes. Close. I know Me the Tosher Rebbe very well. He's been yeah. to my house. So, okay. so besides the Rebbe, I never, this lady's, this, 
young ladies davening, wow. and I was like, I never in my life saw anything like it. The kedusha, the, I never. This some strange lady, whatever she walks out. I actually came out, and I thought it was somebody that I heard of in uh, California, and I asked her. Said actually, I'm from somewhere else, but you know, whenever I see something special like that. You know, it's uh, it's a like whenever I meet somebody special, I always try to take their number, and I always feel that there's a reason why I met them. I believe that every and a lot yes, of times and, and I'll do business with them or get them involved. I think with it's beautiful. I think well, you were talking about something brilliant. You said, doctor, the medicine. Unless someone has schizophrenia or bipolar, listen. Today, everyone's taking medicine. Thank God, I don't. But yeah. everyone's taking medicine today, just popping an anxiety pill, Zod, Prolog, Zolag, Serloquin, whatever it is. You know what? People if people just listen to your yeah. show, if people listen to the, the other gentleman on your show, if we listen to our Nishamas and Havamuna and, and reach out to everyone and do mitzvot and study Torah, guess what? Hashem's going to bring it like the Shmuz, Rabbi Schaefer. He says, Hashem brings us the one. It's not us what we want. It's not Dr. Torsky. It's not our laundry list. It's what Hashem, my ex-husband was everything I didn't want, but I had to marry him because I had to make, oh, whatever it is, it's part of the journey. Yeah, this is a generation, you know, the generation of Amuna. This is our test, Amuna. And and there's a very big Yetzirah, and we see terrible things it happening is, in the world. It is, and all the internet, what's happening. And on, on the other and hand, also on the other want hand, so much, they have expectations. On the other hand, there's going to be two ways, basically. You know, Kulo Zakai, Kulo Chayev. In this generation, it's a generation of Amuna. There's no middle ground like in the old generations. Old generations, I just mean the previous generation and beyond. Right, I was listening to what you said. The good, the medium, and the bad. Here, you Kulo Zakai, Kulo Chayev, you don't have an in between. You have the wicked, you have the righteous, and it's a generation of belief. The and it's a big Balachuva movement. People are Balachuvas. Yeah, People you, are you coming. Have to, you have to really, really, in Shaduchim, you know, it's it's sort of like you got to be, when you're when you're older, is usually you're already married. But, you know, like in your case. It's even harder because cases, I meet these men that are my age that, you know, they're, they're, they have so many sirs and, you know, whatever the problem. But I'm willing to come. I want to marry someone that has children and grand because that's my first ex-husband. What? But the point I'm trying, the thing that bothers me, um, doctor, is that people have to stop looking for just, they think they want this, this, and this. You'll meet someone, get to know the person, look at their personality, yeah. look at their what you need intelligence. Is, what, what you need is, uh, we might have another caller, but what you need is... Well, go ahead, I have to, I I, think, I'm sorry, I can't Let, me, so let long, me just tell you to... something, let me just tell you something. I think that for yourself, okay, because there are different types of people, okay? Uh, I know, need a lot besides, of people that have had opportunities, but it has to be someone There's different types of people, and you sound to me like, like in terms of character, in terms of being open, in terms of being spiritual, we all have a mamish. We have a part of Hashem in us. We Thank are you. spiritual being, beings, but not everybody feels it and knows it. Some people, it's so hidden that it hurts. You need right. to find somebody who's more spiritual. Right. You know, I know somebody in Tosh 
that uh, it's a true story. Well, I know Mr. Newman very well, if you know him. Yeah, that he didn't family. even want to look at his wife. In the Shidduch, he didn't even want to look at his wife. Now, he were mechoyev to look at her wife. I think I know the story. I think I heard this. We're mechoyev to look at her wife, Shema, because you're not allowed to my snana. You're not allowed to hit her. Yeah, exactly. says, so you have to look at her before you marry her. But this person, was he was such an anav, he was such a big tzaddik, he's somebody that I know in Tosh. Oh my he, goodness, he oh, my come, mom is unbelievable. He couldn't, he couldn't look at her from Busha, he couldn't look at her. And, you know, like my father used to joke, he ended up with the most attractive lady in Tosh. You know, <laughs> this big tzaddik. But anyways, you know, a person has to have Imuna in that. Now, when you're a spiritual person, now, on the other hand, I have to tell the listeners that Hashem's way to make people get married is also that they should like each other now there's right. liking on different levels you should look for somebody spiritual who will have right. values like you and you will have a connection with you and, and love is something I don't care what comes, they look like I don't I don't, I don't love think, is you know. something that comes over time it's not like the non-Jews love doesn't come instantaneously from looks love uh-huh. it's like the Rav used to say to me Rav Shengart and Lava Shalom you know you, you get to know the person and the love builds that's the Rose, real right that's we don't believe in romantic love, love in Judaism really, exactly I, I would, the world is really travel for somebody, about that whether it or why you it doesn't matter to me who they are but somebody with irishamayim and somebody right, who's spiritual right? somebody he could be a professional but they have to be very spiritual and understanding and Thank I think you, that's Dr. somebody who you co- you'll connect with I don't look at it as a as a chesaron that you didn't find I look at it as, as a good thing Thing that you're looking for the right thing. And no, that's I'm so why grateful I got married because I know exactly the video, exactly what I want, and I know I want to That's exactly what you need to stick to. Somebody spiritual who will connect with you. But I want to say one more needles. thing for the, for the That's what the you people. have to look at, I, and some people are just not capable of doing that, unfortunately. But that's how I want to help my friends, and I want to tell people on the air, because I meet people, and I see these shidduch women or people in general, they're very sensitive, and they have low self-esteem, and and a lot of times the problem is that these women or these men, they feel rejected. What I want to say is that everyone should feel that they're special. What they have to do is, I'll I'll tell you real practical advice. What they have to do is, they have to, I always tell women, it's like uh, I met with Rebetzin Kalvinovich, you know, earlier this year. Oh, she's really special. Okay, so I I came in and she recognized me and uh, I spoke to her. I said, listen, I'll be honest with you. If I was a lady, it sounds funny, right? But I told you, in all honesty. (laughs) You say every day that I shouldn't be a woman, Rabbi. That's right. But I said to her, I said to her, listen, in all honesty, if I was a lady, I would be your chassid. And I tell women that, that Hashem gave her as a present. And if you're a woman, whoever you know, to be cl- come close to her. We are. Just we to are. See That's her, what women need to, to hear her speak. Yes. Because when you see somebody, I know, you know, Rav Palm that I saw every day walking around with a short coat and a sweater, waiting in line for a drink. Just by seeing certain people, my Rav saw the Chafetz Chaim, you know, literally, he saw the Chafetz Chaim in Shul, uh, you know, wow, 60 years wow. ago. Certain people you just see, I see Nissan once a the week. The character, also. how they are. Certain exactly. people that you see, it affects you. Seeing it uh-huh. sadic 
Rabbi Arush was here. Uh, Nisim, I, well, I know Rabbi Arush. I studied with him. His, and, uh, his eyes were glowing he, when he was describing him. So what you need is more than any speeches, more than all these things. And speaking to your friends, they should be connected with somebody like Rebetzkin Kamanovich. Exactly. And, and the men need to be connected with a real tzaddik. Right. That's the whole idea, although some of us are not for Hasidus, or we are for Hasidus. But one right. thing that Hasidus has... Hashem, we're all Hashem, that, we're all brothers and sisters. We have to help. Whether it was the Baba Sali, whether it was, you know, people go to Tosh, people go to right. the Rimnitzer Rebbe, Allah Shalom, Lavdi Bechaim, Bechaim. I saw the Rimnitzer Rebbe 25 years ago. I don't know how long it was. I just saw his face. It's with me right now. I can never, right. I never in my life saw such a face. I saw, I know his picture. Okay. I'm a little so young for that. That's <laughs> really, I advise your friends to be close to somebody who's the mm-hmm. real thing, who's connected to Hashem, who's here as a special gift for Hashem that Hashem gave us that in this generation we have to be close to a tzaddik and that gives us the chizik. My father, my Abba, Olive Shalom, he passed away, huh? He was a Holocaust survivor and he he is now I know when I go to his grave he was a Kohen, he's a tzaddik and I know someone said when Rabbi Nachman's daughter used to go to his grave, they used to say when you're at the grave you ask him for what you want because if he's a tzaddik and I feel like now, mitzvahs, Torah, that's what I'm doing before I get married because I want to be a whole person and be with a whole person, like you said, doctor. Great. Very important. So, so the one I thing I ask you. I want to thank you. I really do. You made, you made my night. You made the my one, Hanukkah. One thing I'm asking for you before I go, one thing I'm asking for you is that when we hear good news from you, I want you to call and oh, yeah, let us know personally so you'll make my night. Thank you, and doctor, thank you for doing life. what you're doing, and um, also Yitzchak, whatever his name is in the background. Nisan. <laughs> and Nisan, Nisan, thank you, and I want to say that, you know, uh, Hashem should bless all of you, because this is the month of miracles, Kislev, and I tell my friends, it's have to have a Muna, but Tachon, that's what life is about, and I learned that through Rabbi Rush. And I, I'm grateful. And Mitzvah Hashem, we should all have good thank news. Thank you very much, and I want to hear good news from you. That's thank lacha. you, Amen. God bless, and thank you for having me. I totally appreciate it. You're God welcome. Bless. Okay, so you see, Rabbi, that's what we talk, uh, Doctor, and Rabbi, and you know that the, the point here that really be met. Uh, she raised a very big question about the people become demand, so-called demanding, because in my opinion, it's not a matter that she said about ten to one. It's not true. I, I found it that you have a lot of men that uh, uh, available and a lot of ladies. It's, I don't think that it's 10 to 1. I don't think it's even 2 to 1. But the problem that somehow the ladies are, are more outsider, you know, just show and try to de- be uh, in, in the in the Shiduchim more that. And the man is basically uh, st- close himself in, in his forum mode. And he doesn't get out. And he said, you know what? When it's come, and the, 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 the demand of it has become crazy. It's been really, that's what I'm saying. That's why I ask you about the question. Where is, are we a true believer? Are we a true believers? And I, I, I tell the truth, my, my conclusion, that we are not true believers. Because if we believe that we are a true believer, that the Kadosh Baruch doing everything for good for us and nothing is wrong and nothing is bad. So if even that you have the worst 
and we don't learn from the Gemara. We learn the Gemara. We learn the, the, the stories about rabbis that they had horrible wives, horrible wives, and they kept. They didn't divorce her. They didn't divorce them. They went continue basically us and working it, working this because today. And the generation of the disposable, I call it the generation of disposable, that everything is disposable. You drink the cup, you throw it away. You, drink, uh, you take the plate, you eat the plate, you don't why to wash dishes, you just throw it away. No. I, saw, I saw also people that don't wash clothing, they, they, they buy shirts, you know, just throwing it away, you know. It's, more, it's, it's cheaper to, to, you know, after a few times that you have to dry wash, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, dry clean, dry clean your shirt. You buy the new shirt. You know, that I, I saw it, and you, you, the generation of the red ring, uh, the the red strings on the end. You know, you go to a baba, you give him a couple of dollars, he give you red strings, put it on the end. You are blessed, and come on, you get it now. It's everything okay. You go to uh, Shmama and get it. Do you get from her also? Come, come bless him. And it's not only in the Yiddish uh, uh, world. It's also it's all over the world. It's all over the world. It doesn't matter what race, what color, what, uh, you know, gender you are. That's what now, this is the, the generation of this, of the confusing. The generation that you go to the supermarket mm -hmm. to purchase a, cre a, a white cheese and you look on the shelves and you don't know what kind of what cheese to take. If this is 5.1%, if it's 5.2%, if it's blue, green, a cover you know this this company this company and this is the con the generation confusing and i i believe i believe that where we are here j root radio and you and all the the, the rabbi all the the therapists that here in the radio and all this stuff trying to give some light on this confusion and this lady that is talked to talk about you know her, her status but ladies men Grow up, take this chance, you know. And it's remind me the story about the guy that drowned uh, from the um, fall from the boat, and he called God, God, please save me, God save me, you know. And uh, and the uh, uh, he saw a piece of wood, God save me, God save me. He didn't pick it up. The boat or another boat, God save. And he come when he died, drowned in the end. Come to the heaven and said, Where you've been, God? Yes, he said. I was all around you, but you didn't take the chances. You didn't take the chances. Yeah. You know, you saw the piece of wood, just stay on it. Just don't say I'm dead. You are, you are right now, you're 40, 50, 60, 20, 21. You see, an, you see a, a man, you see a girl that you think that you have some connection with her, just don't go to the microscope. Don't go to the microscope. I'm sorry, I'm telling you the truth. I, I don't I don't want to to, to discourage all this kind sure, of sure. Those, 100%. Don't, but don't go to the microscope. Start build your life. And I called the, the, the I, we spoke about it the the slot syndrome in my opinion. Yeah. When you look backwards, I said, "Oh, oh, this is this because of this happened to me and what happened? You become a, a rock of salt. Bitter, sour, move. You don't move forward." You become a salty. And oh, why I didn't do it? And then in, in age 50, 55, that you already know, you start, oh, why I did it? Why I do it? Why God, 
it's uh, it's not my fault. It's it's, exactly, that's how yeah, it's yeah. around. But this is this is an our generation. That we have to talk about it. I tell you the truth today, and I spoke with Rabbi Arush. I spoke with many husbands. If we ever believe, we don't need anyone, anyone except our Kadosh Baruch We don't need therapists. We don't need nothing. And and blessing, you don't have to go to Baba and Shmama and all this Kameot, all this stuff. This is not. You just, and the, the, don't get me wrong. I believe in Brachot. I believe from Gdolim. Gdolim the Brachot. Brachot, blessing of Tzadikim is very big. But we can be blessed without anyone. Just be a better Jew and bless another Jew. And then we got the, the Chafetz promise. Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim said, he said, what do you need Sgulot for? What do you need all these, uh, what do you call it? Sgulot, all these different types of... Uh, yeah, Kameot, uh, Kameot, all this stuff, you know. All these things for when, uh, if you don't speak Lashon Hara, you have all the blessings. I said, I said, if you bless another Jew, we have promised from the Boreolam, from the creator of the universe, that you will bless us. Avarcha mevarchecha. It's just, it's so simple. Yeah, it's so simple. Yeah. I'm it's, blessing it's, you, it's, Rabbi. It's, I'm blessing you, Dr. Ebarav, that you find your shidduch early. And bless the lady Amen. that you find the parnasa. Because I know, I know that when I bless from all the art, I promise, I got, I got a promise from the Kadosh Bochum. And I'm telling you, for example, I'm with my kids. I have a deal with the Borola. Listen, I'm trying to help you kids all around. So help me to raise my kids also. And I'm Baruch Hashem, Abliyainara. We are, we are, I'm raising my seven kids, Baruch Hashem. I think, I think the important things are that, uh, you know, in terms of belief, in terms of emunah, and in terms of whatever it takes, you know, just like if you have a business, so you're gonna have, you're gonna have a, a, a portfolio, you're gonna have all different types of methods that you're gonna work on the business, on the advertising, on the getting your products cheaper. The same thing, like we had the caller, okay? So you're working on Emunah, on your Shemaim, on marrying the right person for the right reasons. So you have to have a plan. You have to have a plan, okay. Number one, I want to be close to this Sadika. I want to be close to this uh, Tzadik, this Gadol. Uh, I'm going to go to these Shirim or Tehillim group. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, what are you going to do? Because out there in the world, you have the Tanayim, you have the Amorim that did not want to come down into this generation because it's such a difficult generation in terms of the test of belief. You know, uh, so many things are there to distract us. Like Breslev say, you know, to go out away from everything just so you can think straight. Because even if you think straight, it's still a challenge. But the rat race, you have to work to fight that. You have to, okay, I'm going to be close. I'm going to go once a week. I'm going to be close and listen, go to this Rebbe's Inn to hear her shears. I'm going to meet with my friends on Shabbat and have a Tehillim group. Uh, we're going to have discussions. I used to have a lady coming to me many years ago. They used to have all these groups and discussion groups and Tehillim groups. And they used to have a group where they learn, uh, whether it's Ganamuna or another Safer, they learn it together. But we really have to have a plan in this generation because as strong as somebody is, 
you know, uh, when you help others, like Nisim says, you help others, you try to machazik others, you try to teach them emunah, you know, uh, with Rabbi Arush, yes, I would love to meet him and speak to him because he wrote such svarim that affect so many people in the area of emunah, I believe that such a person... Not only he needs a certain level to write this, but because of this, he has a certain blessing. Like the Chafetz Chaim, they asked the big question, okay, you know what, you think, you think other people didn't write a Shulchan Aruch? A beer on Shulchan Aruch? You had Balatanya, but that was 200 years before. You, had, you don't think you had, you had maybe, maybe 50 or 100 other people? Where does the Chafetz Chaim 60 years ago come in with a Mishnah Borah that half the world uses? Because it's it's brought down that somebody who's careful to watch his tongue and not to speak Lashon Hara, their Torah is uh, Makuyam. The Torah is fulfilled, their Torah. So because of that, he merited for the Mishnah Borah to be so great. Not to take what I'm saying very lightly. Okay, there is a Muna. And Hashem is with us the whole time. It's hidden. I just had a long conversation before I came to the station. That's why I came later than usual with someone. That that you can see how Hashem is leading them. And what Hashem, the Nisim, the miracles. When I speak to the rabbi every week, he said, you should be dancing. He goes, I, the miracles I see in front of my face that we've seen, it's unbelievable. Not everybody sees it. Especially, you know, when somebody is younger. But you have to have a group. You have to have a Rebbitzin. You have to have somebody, not just somebody who uh, Ravu Yask, Shailaz, but somebody who you can look at who really means it. And you have to have certain people around you like that. Stay away from those people who joke in shul. You know, it's like Rosh Hashanah was in shul and there was... Uh, and usually, you know, you bend down Rosh Hashanah, but there's there's different customs, and in this place they didn't. And what happened was there there were like uh, one person who actually did that, and his friend was joking and jumped on his back, and it was like a whole joke, you know. And uh, okay, so I turned my head, I kept on davening, and after davening, my son, you know, should be well. It was uh, thirteen and a half. He's like, you know, Tati goes, you know, I, I feel so disgusted. I feel so sick. I go, what's wrong? He goes like, in a shul, do you believe what happened? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, do you believe what just happened in shul? I go, what do you mean? No, they were just joking around. You know, this guy bent over and this guy jumped on him like he's riding a horse because nobody else bent down. They were just joking around. Don't take it so. He goes, but it's a shul. How could somebody do this in a shul? You know, so there's levels. But the first thing is to realize that we are in a generation that is being tested. And we came down here for Amuna belief. And the first thing when you're in a war is to know you're in a war, to prepare yourself with the right teachers, educators, listening, you know, thank God I always say for J-Root, how it, people hear it all the time and how it can save them, but you got to be ready for that war. And it's a pleasure speaking. Any last questions you can ask. And uh, we're always here to help. And I hope that the listeners do, besides, you know, uh, with Shuduchim and, and knowing what they're looking for, girls should be ready. 
that you have a lot of success in it and please direct your questions to the uh, station or you can call me directly 718-621-2179 in the office or call the uh, studio. Okay, so I'd like to thank everybody. Any last questions? Please go ahead. Okay, uh, we have a text here that uh, I don't believe the Chafetz Chaim was more careful about Shmirat Alashon than other Gdolim. So that cannot be the answer why we use the Alachat Sparim. Okay, I actually heard differently. Okay. Uh, again, I'm not speaking about other other Gdoilim, but you got to understand the Gdoilim. He basically, it's like it's like it's like there's a very big difference. Gdoilim have a Muna. Yeah, Rabbi Arush actually wrote something that was translated into seven languages, and and to make this such a famous thing. So, in other words. Of course, there was such an idea of Shmira Salashin. It's true. But what the Chafetz Chaim did was, he basically made it that not just other Gdoilim, but the Gdoilim, let's say they kept it, of course, and, and Chafetz Chaim also. But the Chafetz Chaim brought Shmira Salashin to the whole entire world. That gives the schus. Like, of course, G'doylem have a Muna. Even Nisim here, I don't mean even Nisim. Nisim here, you know, has a Muna. You can say We work Nisim. on our Muna, okay? But but Rabbi Arush, all of a sudden I pick up this Sefer, I tell my Chavrus, I say, you know, I picked up something, this is so many years ago, I couldn't put it down. He tells me it was Gan Muna, right? And he didn't even know. In other words, Rabbi Arush, that I would love to meet when Nisim tells me when he's here, that he basically brings it in seven language worldwide. That is a bigger schus, is much greater than just being, you know, one of us who has a muna like Avram Avinu. You're basically promoting it worldwide, which is what the Chafetz Chaim did. You mentioned Lashon Hara worldwide. How can I learn about Lashon Hara? How could I know about Lashon Hara? Everybody will say the Chafetz Chaim, the Chafetz Chaim. Everywhere you look and you see that picture, Lashon Hara, he promoted the idea. There's, in fact... From something not good, you could learn something good. It's, I asked my Rav, asked the Gadalbe Israel, this is true. I said, you know what? There's a lot of things that are not so good in this world. Why are all the earthquakes in California, most of them? Why? It's not a good sign. Why don't we have in other places? So you know what he said to me? That's where the garbage comes from. They produce it there. That's why the earthquakes are there. So when we go the other end, yes, the production of uh, of not to speak Lashon Hara was the Chafetz Chaim who spread it worldwide that every single Jew in the world knows of it. Okay, so I believe that's more to the schus than just he himself not speaking Lashon Hara. But I should have added the promotion. Thank you so much. Thank you, doctor. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bezalashem.